0: You don't have to be a storyteller or writer because guess what? Life writes the best stories.
1: Hear my true story.
0: This is your favorite time of the week with your number one podcast.
1: Hear my true story. Yeah, our dear listeners, we are always happy when you join here. My two Story podcast. It is me, your host, Otako, yes, and we are continuing with our conversation again with Mariam. She's going to share with us a personal experience, a personal story as an activist fighting against human trafficking in Uganda, in East Africa, and all over the world is her story what are some of the experiences she has experienced as an activist for our dear listeners so please keep tuned in our podcast and stay with us welcome to a brand new episode hear my true story This week's special guest on your, on your favorite, favorite podcast. podcast. Hear my true story. True story. So, uh, please, can you maybe introduce yourself for our dear listeners?
0: Uh, oh dear listeners, good afternoon. Here yeah, it's afternoon. Um, I'm Mariam Mweza, a non-human trafficking activist and CEO of Seas Workers Voice Uganda, uh, an organization that's uh, that was that was started twenty nineteen with a name of right, of fighting and ending human trafficking.
1: So, um, we have talked about how you involve yourself in fighting human trafficking in Uganda, what your organisation is doing, and then also we talked about how the government is is playing part in the cartel of human trafficking of young girls and women to the Middle East and the Gulf region. Yeah. So now I want to know. You as a person, have you ever, I mean, been threatened by the traffickers or any agents that is involved in the issue of modern slavery or the government, have you ever been threatened as an individual? You are free to answer that or not?
0: Uh, for the time I've been into this, I've been threatened uh, many occasions, but I just have these four occasions, and I'm going to briefly talk about them. One is that uh, there was that time when I had a case, and this was, uh, this was a real human trafficking. I really wanted this case in courts of law, but then I had the different calls, people trying to surveil me. I had just to vacate home for a month. I had to hide somewhere for a month, then to come back home. Then I've been having, I had never got phone calls of some army officials telling me to back off or to keep quiet and even there is this scenario whereby my own brother was arrested in the arrest in when he was being tortured beaten you know powering hot water on him they just in among whatever it was but they made sure they bring me in so it also actually put me on step for some time. I saw sure I was risking the life of my brother, but then I had no option. And then also in uh, ways how I've been uh, threatened is that, like I told you as I was coming, I, I, in the morning I got, uh, as I was going to work, I got a message that was really scary. You know, someone tells you, are you safe where you are? So I've been threatened and uh, times, yes, I don't feel so comfortable to be in public places. I only appear once, and when I appear, I just appear when I'm so sure that maybe the person I'm in is very safe, because I know these are uh, deadly people who are capable of doing anything. And in the last instance, I uh, never like, confronted one trafficker who actually told me frankly that, but are you aware that a person you're confronting is armed? Now, out of my stubbornness, I also asked him that, how sure that am I also not armed? <laughs> You no, know, I was just trying to make myself strong but it was between life and my life was between death and you know by that point I survived and I reached home so I've been into it all I've got those such scary messages I've been called you know I've been into all that I think briefly that's how I can explain about it
1: mm. I mean I, I've, uh, as in after being threatened by so many have you thought of um, quitting activism in such an environment like no. Uganda.
0: No 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 I had never and I will never and I don't think I will ever because the last person that called me when I had run away home was my mother crying terribly and asking me to stop that, to stop the work I'm doing. I boldly told her mother I love you so much but if there is something I can never quit is this activism? So I had never thought of quitting and never will I. <laughs> Yeah, Because I really work so much to see my community changing. And, you know, it starts with you and I. Because the moment I'm courageous, I know other people will learn from me. That even when I'm short, there are those that are really going to gain courage. And they'll be inspired by my courageous. And I'm, in, I'm inspiring some. So I never thought and I don't think I would ever quit.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I mean, um, what are some of your successful stories in combating or in fighting modern slavery or human trafficking in Uganda?
0: Some of the successful stories, oh. was uh, one of them was that worked on a case of Nambereke Christian, a late who passed on from a man. In 2019, I managed to repatriate that body back home and uh, I managed to make sure that the traffickers were arrested, we are taken to courts of law, much as we haven't came, come to the final ruling of the issue. but at least I made a record and you know everyone knew that you know in trafficking, such cases can be handled. Since 2019, that case and, 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 and I made sure the two traffickers would be inside that one actually. whenever I remember that case, I get more strong because this is case. This trafficker was one of the government officials. And, you know, so it was hard for me, sure, to use my efforts to make sure that he is and the girlfriend be arrested. It was it's one of the stories that whenever I read about or whenever I think about it, I just feel yes. And then another story is I've I've, I've through my inference, I've managed to repatriate more than Uh, 100 girls that are already stranded on the deportation center with no help and no hopes of coming back. Uh, You know, just meeting these girls at the airport and they just hug me, they carry me in these videos. When I look at these videos, I'd be like, wow. And they're like, for us, we thought you were a very big woman. Kumbe, you're just a person like us. You know, so that story also, whenever I see such, I just feel like, yes. And then maybe another story is that some of the, those that I just think of, and I'm like, yes, is that I, among the many girls that I have brought back, there are those that at least have tried to support, them, power. So whenever I see them, you know, calling and saying, we thank God we met you, or we are who we are because of you, briefly, that's how I can actually don't only stop on the trafficking girls, but these young girls that are sexually harassed by men in communities, I've also worked on those cases. So every mm-hmm. time I see such achievements, running to court, mm-hmm. you know, trying to save these people, challenging the judges, putting down, you know, challenging these masquerading lawyers, police officers, you know, I have worked on the stories that there are some of top police officials who've been sucked out of office because of me. I just go to the straight to the to the to the bosses and like this one is in, pure in human trafficking here. I have the evidence and these people stepped out of offices. I just feel this one also that stories that actually one way is how we can, like I was explaining earlier that uh, since these uh, recruiters, some of them are into these offices, so when they are moved out or when they are thrown out, you know, there is hope that the ones who will come will have this fear in them. So we shouldn't be part of this cartel, yeah.
1: Mm. Enjoying this episode, leave episode. a review now. Hear my true story, yeah. So, that brings after your wonderful, successful stories. Yeah, I want to just ask you I mean, uh, how do you manage to do this? Uh, Because like for me, from my personal experience, I've been like in the campaign fighting human trafficking in Uganda, fighting child trafficking in Uganda, using personal resources, using personal funds. I mean, not having funding from the government and that. I mean for you, who funds you to do the thing, to repatriate, to get girls from the destination from the countries where they're working back to Uganda. Who funds you?
0: For the for the four years now in this, mm. uh, I just have like three people that I can applaud that have stood me where they they try to stand. And these some of were well, little, you know, some practitioners who have maybe a heart of their country. But then, apart from those three, and they did it once, like they were trying to support me once. But the rest, I haven't gotten anyone to stand or support me. Financially.
1: Oh my god, they we are really not able to get her, but I think I can make a call to her and then try to to conclude the conversation because I think her laptop went off. She didn't charge it, and maybe I can just make a call. I hope that would work. Make sure to leave a review. This makes our day and fuels future episodes. Hear my true story. story. Follow on
0: Apple Podcast. Hear
1: my true story. Yeah, our dear listeners, we we lost our guest. Virtual is not easy, but yeah, I think our computer went off and couldn't continue the conversation. And we tried to reach her with the phone and really the sound was not really good. But what I can say, she had shared a lot with us, her successful story, her challenges, what she has achieved in working as a human rights activist fighting for human rights in Uganda, but also trying hard to bring back the girls who end up being trafficked in the Middle East. If you don't have information about human trafficking in Uganda, in East Africa and Africa, how girls end up in the Middle East, end up in the Gulf region. You can go online and look for this information. But I'll put also some information on this podcast that can reach you more information about this issue. But however, those who have been listening from part one of the conversation with Mariam to part two, and then now part three, one thing that I could want to ask our listeners, you can really support our cause by just donating as here my true story podcast we are really going to get her a laptop because that's one of the things that she talked about in the conversation with me that there is no laptop there is no computer to use in their office as they try hard to fight human trafficking in Uganda for that case as here my true story podcast we shall offer that laptop to our guest for those listeners who really want to contribute to the support of this conversation, to support this cause from Mariam, how she fights human trafficking in Uganda, yes, of course you can also donate to her. I put the contact information in this episode. How you reach her? You look at the description of the episode. You'll get more information how to reach Mariam. But also those who really want, who enjoy the f- conversation that we do on our podcast. You can go to our website, heremy2story.com. You find a link how to donate. You can donate anything you want. But also on this same episode, you can find a link how to support our podcast. We shall be really happy because you make us to be able to create such good content for you to follow and reach all these voices that cannot be heard. But our podcast, we share our own stories, we tell our own stories, we share our conversations. That's why we Inviting more guests from all over the world. I hope we can expand our podcast to bigger places beyond East Africa, but also to other parts. I mean, Africa already we are having guests from Europe. I mean, maybe we can get other guests from the US. I mean, you can also get other guests from all over the world and talk about issues that matter, experiences, stories. Thank you so much for listening. And I would say we are always grateful to have you. Listen at bye for now. We not only have voices for a podcast, but also faces for YouTube. Don't miss your next episode. Hear my true stories.
0: Thank you for listening to our podcast, music by Etri Matovo, hosted and produced by Otako. Subscribe to our podcast for more stories and visit us on our website, hearmytrustory.com for more stories. All the links are listed in the show notes of this podcast.